This is Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman. You're watching The Dorkening. Stay tuned. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird! It's a plane! mission to fight injustice, to right that which is wrong, and to serve all mankind. I can't get over this. So the only thing left to say, of course, is the one obvious thing. Excelsior! Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. The Dorkening and all affiliated shows are not intended for anyone under the age of 18. The following may contain discussions or scenes that have adult situations graphic violence, nudity, strong sexual content, and graphic language. This show is intended for mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. Hey, hey, happy... Oh, what the hell? I hit the wrong button. <laughs> hey, happy Tuesday, everybody. You're watching Splash Pages. My name is Liam, the monkey behind the keyboard here. We have an awesome show, as always. We're going to be talking new comics, comic book news, and uh, we have an awesome book of the week, Outcast. And without further ado, the Velvet Joker himself. How's it going, bud? It's going great. It's your man, Rich Davis, Velvet J. Here again, another Tuesday at the award-winning Splash Pages, a comic book club podcast. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we are going to talk about this great comic called Outcast. And uh, we have some events coming on uh, this upcoming weekend. We might little talk about a little bit, chat it up, chat it up. And uh, we got some news, of course. Always news, news, nerd news, always out there. And uh, there's one more guy here tonight. We've still got one missing, unfortunately. Peace out to my man, George or Jeremy, wherever you be at, son. But we still got my man right down below me, right here. And his name is... <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Hey, Drew. Uh, welcome, nerds. Be here. We got news, a great comic, and... You know what? I'm tired. Let's <laughs> uh, love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Uh, yeah, a lot of stuff going on. Uh, we'll uh, we're gonna kick it off. Uh, hey, Sergio, how's it going? Sean from Massachusetts, how's it going? How's it going? Uh, yeah, and uh, I'm gonna try to keep an eye. We also have a bunch of streams going on through this new service called OneStream. Uh, it has a separate chat, so I'm gonna try to keep an eye on that. So if I miss anybody, I apologize. Uh, but uh, we're going to kick it off this week with uh, a bunch of Henry Cavill news. Uh, he is no longer the Witcher. It's, uh, I believe, season three is going to be his last, which is the season coming up. No uh, he's going to be replaced by, uh, is this Liam Hemsworth? Yes, it yes. is. And uh, Henry Cavill is going back to the Boy Scout in blue. Woohoo! Yeah. 
You know that that's exactly. Hopefully, yeah. fingers crossed. What we're gonna get? It's uh, he had an interview this week, and uh, he uh, I can't remember the quote exactly, but basically, you know, he wants to return to a time where you know uh, people believe you could fly, you know, and and that was the tagline for Christopher Reeves' uh, Superman. You know, you would right. believe, yeah. And, uh, he wants to go back to the Boy Scout in blue. You know the uh, the you know the uh truth and justice and you know just the uh just hope you know yeah, yeah good luck with that malarkey what i mean i mean you know i have to say though leo as 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 good as it is to to, to have him back as um superman i i have to say i i, I feel bad for the witcher fans i mean henry cavill is a huge witcher fan he was thrilled to be gerald and personally, it's one of my it's my favorite role of his. He just did such a great job. And I'm glad we're getting another season of him as that character. But I mean, Liam has got a tall order to fill. And and I and I don't doubt he's a great actor that he'll do a good job. But I mean, just Gerald, uh Henry just really embodied Gerald so well. And now, now uh, Drew not watching that show. Is Helmsworth supposed to step into his role, or is he just supposed to be like a brother or a cousin? I no, I think they don't know. And I, I, from what I understand, as of right now, it's a complete recast. So he will be Gerald Olivia. The okay, you know, know, good luck to him. I'm glad we're getting another season of The Witcher. and yeah, that's that's all I'll say about that. And and hopefully, whatever they do now that Henry Cavill is getting that second chance with um, Superman, it's uh, it's good stuff, you know. That's yeah. all I can say. Uh, Facebook user was asking, uh, "Hello, is there going to be a re-release of Death of Superman comic book?" There was a tease, I believe, back in July by Dan Jurgens. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't think it came out. No, I mean, the, the book has been constantly re-released over and over again. I do believe that they did they did a re-release around the time that they had the animated film. Remember, they had that death and return. So I definitely mm-hmm. feel like they, they had it re-released. I mean, it's a very popular book. I mean, well, say what you will about it. It's still in print to this day. So, you know, Jurgens, who is one of the main contributors of it, including drawing the famous Superman issue 75, which has, as we know, the iconic cover of the cape torn up, uh, flapping in the wind. Um, yeah, I mean, he made the bank, man. I mean, but he's Dan Jurgen, so he's going to get money regardless. Well, also, they probably didn't want to. Uh, and Jabo, I sent you the link. Please come join us. Um, Why not? We, we love you, Jabo. We love you. Uh, so um, they probably didn't want to confuse it with. You know, we just went through a death and rebirth of Superman in the comics uh, in the current run. So I'm assuming they didn't want to confuse it with that. You know, so I'm assuming, you know, they, they just finished like the rebirth. So, um, you know, it, it's uh, hopefully coming months or in the spring. Uh, Sergio, I, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't have his schedule. So uh, I'm assuming he does. So pop so, on so over maybe. there at nine. 
Leo, talking about Superman um, on the Pluther, I recently got to watch that um, animated movie, The Super Sons. Uh, How was that? that? I was surprised that I enjoyed it so much because I thought it was really well done. All right, well, you know what this means now? I got to watch it because I've read the books um, and I do think we we should review that. that, um, We should do a compare and contrast at some point. Yeah, um, I have not read the book, so now I'm super curious. Oh, absolutely. No, listen, if you get a chance to read the, the Super Sun story, Peter Tomasi, Patrick Gleason, Dream Team. Um, I've been following them since they were on uh, Green Lantern Corps. Then they did awesome New 52 Batman run. Um, and then they did this. This was awesome. And again, I'm not the greatest Superman fan, but I really thoroughly enjoyed it because the book in my opinion they were kids and that is very hard to write these days is a book where teenage superheroes sound like teenagers they make you know so it, it was it's definitely worth it rich if you get a chance please do so, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. And I, I highly suggest you check out the animated because i think feel like it was worth it too yeah. they did a really solid you know job I, I've been rebuilding my list of movies to watch. I had about 290 when it was mysteriously. Um, thanks, Leo. And, I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. Like, as they say in The Sopranos, hey, I'm busting balls, okay? Um, I, I, I just want to know, you know, a couple weeks ago, I said it was an amazing movie. You should check it out. But it takes Rich to watch it. <laughs> In order for you to consider it. Well, Leo, okay. in fairness to Drew, you love everything. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> and I am definitely a more discerning nerd. <laughs> it is uh, what it uh, is. Guys, this is a five-pages meme right here. This. Mm-hmm. This right here. Right in yes. the middle of this. You know? No, it's not. I, he's very right, Leo. You really do love a lot. But I, I'm also... Mr. Nice Guy. I mean, so I get it. Um, no, it's just, Leo, you know how it is. It's sometimes I don't like being rushed into things. I like to come to it oh, yeah. totally in my it. own. You know, like I had to explain yet again to somebody why I am I do not want to watch Avatar. And and I swear to God, I must use my same argument every time and it still holds up. Blue People, <laughs> blue people Avatar or the upcoming uh, movie? The Blue People. Okay. okay. The you know, no, I'm very excited about the new Avatar based on the Nickelodeon show. No, that I'm very excited. As long as M Night stays way the fuck away from that, I'm good. Yep. Um, but on to other news. Uh yeah. So uh, if you had not taken a chance, Tales of the Jedi is amazing. Okay, uh, I haven't checked it out yet. Oh, uh, so, Disney. Yeah. Does this make up for the bad taste Andor left in your mouth? Fuck Andor. Holy shit. I cannot, <laughs> dude, I cannot stop watching it. it it's it's it, it, it's like I, I'm 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 a glutton for punishment, you know? Every week I have to uh Jabo says, shame on you, Rich. Um I'm a highbrow nerd. I'm sorry. There's just what I like. What I like. You can't stop me, Jamal. Uh, you can't stop me ever. <laughs> so no, it's, um, it's okay. Jabo has like a really bad cough. He says, "quote unquote, 
I would kill you guys. So it's fine. So, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah. So, so if you haven't been caught up with Andor, the uh, Imperial officer uh, lost his job and he went to go live with his mom and he got a uh, office job that his uncle got him in the Empire. Uh, so he's in a cubicle now. Uh, Andor, uh, Cassian Andor, uh, took his money from the job and decided to go on vacation. And uh, he got arrested while on vacation. Yes. Yes. Okay. So what I'm hearing is in the Star Wars universe, the Empire is responsible for creating the incels. Because this sounds oh, yeah. incel. Oh, yeah. Totally. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I, I, yeah. <laughs> he, Literally, he, he's we don't know where he lives. He's All living time on his computer, just just hating Dude, no. on the rebellion. All Every... of the ladies in the rebellion, all of the people in the rebellion, just everything that's wrong with his life is the rebellion's fault and the empire is blameless. Well, exactly. Okay, and then but... his mom asks, Do you want chocolate milk with your PB and J? Actually, every friggin' scene, he's having cereal with blue milk. And they're just eating in the kitchen, and his mom is like berating him, like, you know, why haven't you found a job? And like, why did you modify your clothing and your collar is too high? For Disney to sell more milk in California and Florida (laughs) for fifteen bucks a glass. Yep, yep, yep. (laughs) I'm good, thank you. Uh, yeah, Um, it it is good. Yeah, Tales of the Jedi really yes, good. Well, it's, the Sith, I agree. It's uh, six really short uh, stories, and okay. they um, give us a, a brief look into um, a character we've known nothing about. Um, okay. That that uh, is in the Legends stories, but it's um, what the fuck is her name? Um, Yaddle, Yaddle. Okay. So that's uh, another Yoda type character. Yeah, I just half expected you to just be counting down the days till something like Ashoka is out, because then you just. Uh, yeah, well, uh, yeah. she's she's featured in several of the stories, which are pretty good. Uh, other good. news is uh, speaking of um, uh, Cassian Andor, the mm-hmm. character Diego Luna is apparently mm-hmm. in the running for being Reed Richards. Okay. That is, you know, the ridiculous amount of casting rumors that there are for Reed Richards, Mephisto. It all just seems so silly sometimes. Yeah. You know, and it's just so funny because so much of that is they, I think they just put out because they want it. It's literally like dipping hooks in water. Like at one point, they were talking about what well, Kiki Palmer being rogue. And me, right. I don't give a fuck. I was like, if you are a great actress and you do justice to the character, I do not give a shit what race you are. I don't care what mentality, like just do the character justice. And she dressed as rogue for Halloween. And I got to say, I saw some of the photos. I was like, if you are rogue, I'm not going to complain. You know what I mean? Because she looked great. She had, you know, the hair, the jacket, the outfit and everything. I was like, okay, cool. I'm sold. Like, if you end up it, not a problem to me. Like, I really do not care. Well, and I saw Pete Diddy as the Joker, and I do not want him to be cast as that. 
Yeah, I did see that. I'm not going to lie. I did see Jessica Biel and Justin Timberlake as Marvin Harry, and that was amazing. I'm not going to lie. That was really fucking funny. And it wasn't just any Marvin Harry. It was Harry with the feathers on and Marv with the anvil impression, with the, you know, the the iron Mm -hmm. after it hit his face. It was pretty fucking cool, I'm not going to lie. Sounds pretty cool. It was. It was. Um, and speaking of, gentlemen, I hope you both had a good Halloween. And by low, low Halloween, I meant you. I hope you stayed home and did nothing. Maybe yep. watch some scary movies. Hand out uh, some candy. We watched um, Unsolved Mysteries. Of course. And we watched The Hunger. Okay. And yeah, it's like a 1983 cult classic with uh, Suzanne Sarandon and David Bowie. There you go. And I uh, I just rewatched uh, cartoons. So everybody went nice. Go. Yeah. Well, uh, you know. Any on uh, Pluther? Because I've I've loaded a lot of uh, old ones. Uh, no, I just I just rewatched my favorite Halloween Ghostbusters cartoon when Halloween was forever. Oh, there you go. Well, I yeah. did re I did load all the real Ghostbusters. Um, and I, I, I'm and Leo, I told you how much I appreciate you on a daily basis. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to rebuild like the Saturday morning cartoons, you know, experience. Uh like I found the old Pac-Man cartoons, uh the old Donkey okay. Kong cartoons. Okay, Street Sharks. Thank you. All I okay. want. I'll take a look. <laughs> um and it's also funny, I don't know if I told you this, but I guess I have a tradition now for Halloween. I just walk around my neighborhood at least for like about an hour or so. Um and just as a Ghostbuster, just to see people's reactions. It is so funny because I'm just nonchalantly walking. Like everyone's like, like I'm just like, how you doing? You know, Fred. Yeah, how you doing? You know, and I just people these people are like and I'm just like, how you doing there? Happy Halloween. What's going on? Um, you know, some people, you know, the the drive by like. And then you get the people. Um, I think my favorite is you walk past these kids. Like the younger children are like, wow, this is amazing. Teenagers, I forgot how checked out you are as a teenager. Like <laughs> even as a teenager, like, oh, that's a sick costume. Some of these people are like, all right, whatever. Guys dress as ghost, but who the fuck cares? I'm just like, are you this checked out? Like I was like, did I miss something? Is high school this bad? Yeah, they're unaffected. Um, and then there was this, and then of course there's one kid. Oh, who are you gonna call? I'm like, hello. And he's like, that's not the line. And he just, <laughs> and I'm just like, why is there always that one kid? Like, I was about to say, if you call me He Man, I'm done. Um, I, I'm yeah, sorry. I would be the kid yelling like, who are you gonna call? Somebody else. That, that would be me. <laughs> that, and, uh, and I would quote, and I would quote Casper. In response, who are you going to call? Someone else. And leave. <laughs> um, which I did rewatch. And I just want to say, everybody, I don't care what season it is. Casper, please rewatch. It's still just as great when you're an adult as when you were as a kid. As an adult, you appreciate all of the cameos in the beginning so much more. Moving on. Um, more news, please. Yeah, Evan Peters is in talks to return as Ralph Boner in Wonder Man. 
<laughs> Wonder Man. Wonder okay. Man. Yeah. And uh, so Wonder Man has now Wonder also, Man? Leo, been cast as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The titular character uh, is going to be the gentleman that played Black Manta in the Aquaman movies. And I'm mm-hmm. only not going to say his name because I know I'll butcher it. <laughs> Uh, we are ten days away from Black Panther, uh, Wakanda okay. Forever. Wakanda and, Forever. Uh, they keep on releasing shorts. Um, there was a, uh, um, it wasn't a short. It was like a featurette about Namor that was released today. That's pretty cool. Um, oh, Jay that's Bo- cool. Okay, Skeletor, lol. Uh, and Jabo oh. says, "Let's talk about the new Dungeons and Dragons figures that are coming out." Well, if you were on the show, then you would be talking about it, but you ain't hitting the link, Jay. Right. <laughs> and I know you're going to kill me. I know. I know you're going to kill me. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't hear you over Jibbo's coughing. Um, but you, you were saying something about Skeletor or, or Dungeons and Dragons? Like there's new action figures uh, coming out? There's new toys Jay- coming out. Jabo mentioned that, but there's always new uh, He Man toys coming out. Same thing as Transformers. I just, you know? I, I just feel like. Jabo is like our toy Mephisto that is just always tempting us to spend the money we don't have <laughs> to buy these things that we'll love but we don't need. And when I'm talking about these individuals, go, yes. <laughs> and when I'm talking about these individuals, I'm talking about Leo Pond. Okay. Because I don't care about action figures. Rich, I mean, he could care, but he'd rather do other stuff. And me, I, I think it's funnier to watch Leo literally squirm in his seat when he sees these things. It's like, you know, this, this uh, you know, this generation one transformer coming out in a glossy, you know, chrome. You know, just. Hey, speaking of toys and news, I was wondering what you guys thought. Um, so there's a new pop of Jeffrey Dahmer, and it comes with a tub full of body parts. Ooh. Uh, no. Is that, is, uh, is that too far? I, I mean, think we've so. had we've had spawn toys with body parts before. So is it because it's Funko? Is that pushing it too far? Uh, honest, I'm sorry. I I feel like it is because because Spawn is a fictional character and, and whatnot. So that kind of thing. I mean, yeah, could it be kind of teasing the line? Sure, but I just feel like something like that. I feel like you're 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 glorifying it, and I feel like you're making him a celebrity. Um, thank yeah. you, Jaybo. But Spawn is a fake character. Dahmer is real, so mm-hmm. you're supporting that. I just feel it's a little disrespectful. I don't know if actually I take that back. Not disrespectful, just a little um, distasteful in some way because it's like, how is some? Let's say these families who Dahmer's killed their relatives how are they going to feel they see that you know sure like i I don't know i i i've spoken about this before um we're in a weird day and age where i think being a serial killer you have become more of a celebrity and there's this idolization for some of them which is just odd to me because it's one of those where it's like are you looking up at this person who you shouldn't really like this is not a good person. They, they've hurt people. They've killed people, you know, but you're wearing like a badge that has their name on it, you know, like, well, I don't, what do you guys think? 
Yeah, I, I think that definitely crosses the line. I mean, you shouldn't uh, sensationalize, you know, a- any sort of like real life violence like that. You know, if it's, you know, uh, a character, you know, that's fine. But yeah. somebody real that, you know, affected somebody's lives, that's pretty fucked up, you know. And, and Dahmer, there's he still has like there's still a survivor out there, right? Yeah. I thought like one guy actually survived and uh, yeah. got loose. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, and, and I brought it up because it just it made me feel weird when I saw the toy come out, and uh, I was like, "Ah, oh, that that feels odd." I don't, I don't know. And then I was trying to rationalize it because I was like, "Okay, well, I've got, I've had gory toys before." But yeah, yeah I guess but, I didn't know what the connection is. But Drew, because he's, he's a real person and it's affected real people and and harmed, yeah, you know, uh, multiple people. And and, and listen, I, I'm not saying like because there are collectors of that kind of stuff, which mm-hmm. I guess is is not really over the line because if you're keeping it to yourself as a collection, you think that is interesting. I kind of get that. But if you're out promoting it and pushing it like on T-shirts, like you said, on pins, on toys, maybe, maybe that's a little too much. I, I think I, I 100% agree. Yeah, that that's just how I feel about it. You know, and again, everybody's entitled to their opinion. But me personally, like I like I said, I'm not buying a Dahmer pin. I really don't care to watch the Netflix special um, just because I, I, like I, I don't really have a great great fascination with serial killers if it's on you know sometimes you want to read because it's one of those where hearing the story you're like wow this is real you know what i mean it's like when you read like where they're doing a biography about uh like jack the ripper and whatnot they're so long ago it almost feels like they're not real but Dahmer was within our parents lifetime you know mm-hmm. so, uh, apparently uh Apparently, Evan Peters, he was saying that he wore, um, I think, like 15 pound weights on his arms for like several months to prepare for the role. Why? Uh, because uh, Dahmer apparently didn't move his arms while walking. His, yeah, Dahmer oh. was very big. Like he was very slow moving, which was surprising because you'd think about like, you know, you, you do think being a serial killer, you're going to be very fast. You know what right. I mean? But he was very, he was kind of very like molasses moving kind of guy, you know. So you're just like, you really okay. But then again, sometimes some people dress like you know clowns at parties. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jabo right. says Who's he will have, have the uh Unicron 10 inch pop at Rhode Island. And yeah, we'll uh, see you there, Jay. Totally. And uh, another big news, uh, Ghost Rider HasLab has died. So what they were trying. So uh, they were trying. So HasLab, Hasbro, they do these these specialized uh, toys every now and then. It's okay. kind of like an Indiegogo or a Kickstarter where they'll go, yeah. hey, we need to sell 9,000 of these before we make it. Uh, they had a Ghost Rider car from what was that? Shields of Agent uh, Shield. yeah. Agent Agent Shield. Shield. Yeah. 350 right. bucks. No. And uh, uh, no. 9,000 they needed to sell in order to make it. Sorry. Did they, they didn't come close? No. Uh, no. 
But I mean, some of these HasLab toys are insane, but they're the price is just crazy. Um, well, well, because Leo, again, they're they're being privately funded. I mean, you know, I think I have to be honest with you. I think what really kind of did it was how quickly something like the 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 Afterlife Proton. Mm -hmm. The What's target boy? man himself. What's going on, guys? <coughs> I mean, hello. Yeah, <coughs> 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 I got a bad head cold. Yeah, but yeah. Um, Hasbro does these things. They're almost like a Kickstarter thing. <coughs> but um, yeah. Hasbro does this stuff. It's like a Kickstarter thing, but it's strictly funded by the fans of them. In that Ghost Rider thing. It hit its 5,000 backers, and it was supposed to get up to eight. As soon as it hit 5,000, backers started dropping like flies, you know, and it went down. The thing is, I think that really did them in was the um, the the waiting till they hit the tiers to release the next figures or what the next special thing was. I mean, they were coming out with an awesome Mephisto figure. Very, very nice sculpting. They were coming out with a yeah. Madeline Pryor. You know, Leo's not paying attention. I, I I'm looking no. at Haslab right now. Um, yeah, like no. you said, he's totally Leo. paying attention. He's paying Leo, too much attention. Yeah, Leo, don't don't look at the pictures because it'll you'll it'll make you want it even more. Oh, I know, but I mean, like, scroll past that Unicron. Don't look at that, Leo. That's 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 <laughs> never happened. I I, 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 dude. I mean, this hey, is... but what what is that big Galactus I, I keep know. seeing? What's that go for? That right there was three hundred and fifty dollars for the Galactus. Uh, yes, for the Galactus. Hoo-wee. Yeah, I mean it's a beautiful yeah. piece. Uh, three. I know someone that has three of them. Three of them. Yeah, yeah. I know someone that has three of them. I know someone that has three of the Razor Crests. Yeah, I mean yeah. the Razor Crest was worth the money well spent, but some Holy of them. It's yeah, 32, you know, they, thirty-two inches tall. What's That's the what wholesale price if you own a comic book shop on that? I know where Leo, Leo I know where you can buy a Unicron, but <sighs> I don't think your wife will let you drop the cash on it. Yeah, I know. No, it, it's no. So stop looking at Unicron, stop <laughs> looking at Unicron. Put the Unicron down. Holy crap! Oh my god. Their, Leo, their, their sail we, barge was the first thing that went, but go back to the go back to the Ghost Rider thing. Yep. Oh my God, Leo! I swear to fucking God, you're like a kid with a, a fork and an electrical socket. <laughs> Stop putting it in now, there. Now, this this figure had it had the possibility of of making it, but I think what happened is Hasbro took their time to release the extras and the and the other perks for it because. If you look at the high res pictures on these things, I mean they're they're amazing. I mean all the the smoke right. comes off the back, everything lights up, mm -hmm. makes sounds. You are getting a really cool okay. um, Ghost Rider, you know, two versions of him: wow. the human head and the and the Ghost Rider body. Came out with a lot right. of stuff, but I think they just took too long with releasing these tiered um, perks, you know, okay. and. Um, like, wow, yes, I'm I mean, going to get a Mephisto figure finally. Yes, it's really good. Oh, Madeline Pryor, who hasn't had her? Pun intended. Because, hey. but, but like I said, that's what sometimes, that's what killed the Rancor pit. They were coming out with a Rancor, and that died, like, within 50 days. It was dead. Were they? 
Oh my gosh. So, I mean, the prices are just insane, though. I, I, well, I, I get like the quality is there, but well, well but you got to figure, again, you got to figure, Leo, too, that the the price in plastic has gone up tremendously. Yeah. You know, I mean, and, but it just to me J-Bow, wasn't worth it. Yeah, could I be wrong, Jabo? But like the sculpting that I, I feel like I've seen toys for like under seventy bucks that look better than that. Yeah, but this figure was over three and a half feet tall. Oh. I didn't realize that. Okay. Holy but, crap. Yeah. And also, Leo, the reason for this is, again, these things are, are essentially being crowdfunded. These are, like, you're highly <laughs> funding them. You know? Yeah. Again, I feel like projects like, again, the HasLab Afterlife Proton Pack showed that if you give the nerd something big, they'll shoot for the stars. But again... Oh, yeah. You got it in a particular way. Yeah, um, and that proton and pack, be- that proton mm-hmm. pack, that proton pack hit its its goal in under two hours. Yep. Like under two hours, yep. it hit its goal. Now we're just waiting for it to be shipped out. I mean, it's spot on everything. Oh, but I know. Look at the and price of me. it, though. Oh no, but exactly, and 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 that's the thing. Like I considered buying it myself. But, you know, my partner was my voice of reason. And she was just like, do you really need another one? And, of course, that's now. What my, that's what my, my wife said. Do you want to go on a vacation or do you want to buy a toy? <laughs> and sometimes that, that, that toy is like, oh, yes, come and get me. Get well, me you've been on a few vacations yeah. lately. So I, I imagine that you've been resisting some toys lately, too. I, I have, Rich. You know me. You've known me for a while. I, I'm, toys are like crack for me. I know. Yes. You know, I, mean, you know, I had some. I'm waiting for when you find a toy that'll hook me, because then I could just see you now. Good. Good. Oh, so you mean so you mean I shouldn't tell you that I have the original twelve back? You know what? That's not nice. You know, I've never really said anything bad about you, and you are. I don't even know what that there, is. What is bad bar oh, so see, Rich, I... Rich, we can never talk again, Rich. Drew, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Is that a ghost? <laughs> um, you, you, no. Leo should pull up what the original twelve back is, and then Rich can read about it later. Because Rich, this is something that you should know. Okay. Um, it's it's let's put it like this: it was a part of everybody's childhood back then. Okay. Um, and let's just put it like this: it's one set that will never be sold until I die. And I told my wife that she could sell them. Okay. When did that set and come out? That set you were those were mail those were mail aways. Oh. So when yeah. when Star Wars first came out, they really had no figures. So they were pumping out stuff. They were trying to pump it out as fast as possible. So they came out with this thing where you could do the mail away for these twelve original figures. Mm. And you, you know you had to collect your things and mail them out. Then you'd wait for them to come in and stuff like that. And um. They go, they some sets have gone for like about 27 grand, like if they're mint condition. And I mean, mine are kind of banged up and stuff, but so this this set came out in the 70s, yeah. No, yeah, this was released in the 70s by figure by figure, weren't long, like a whole pack of them. Well, I mean, I, I had them as a little kid, I had the individual figures, but I don't remember that set per se. Oh, yeah, this set, this set that you got was the one that you mailed away for. 
Okay. It's like the notorious and infamous rocket firing Boba Fett figure. Was it like in the back of a comic book ad or where did where no, it was, was the on the back? It was on the back. It was on the it was actually on the plastic of the figures. Themselves. Oh, on the regular figures. Okay. Yeah. And like I said, we never got that rocket firing Boba Fett because parents are worried that, oh, you'll shoot your eye out. <laughs> you know, like it was I can't read that. I don't know who's saying that. Uh, Jessica uh, says, Jessica is saying you don't need any more figures. <laughs> it's just, just and my wife were kind of like my, my conscience. Like uh -huh. I went to Disneyland rich and I went to Marvel's Avengers campus. I know. I saw some of your pictures and I'll tell you right now, I was very good, rich. My wife was surprised. I walked through galaxy's edge. Didn't come out with anything. Went through um, wow. Avengers campus. Didn't come out with anything. But that night when we got home to the hotel, our friends gave me the um, Spider-Man web shooters. Nice. Uh, and um, I have a question for you. Uh, Thirty-five dollars. Thirty-five <laughs> for the web shooters. <laughs> no, you don't uh, even wait, want to know. Wait, about is that price. for both of them or for one each? That's ninety-nine dollars that for. That's ninety-nine for the set. Oh, uh, okay. Go well, ahead, Leo. I was going to ask, uh, and I, I know they don't, but the Galaxy's Edge, they had like a Smuggler's Run Falcon. It was like the from the vintage collection. Um, I I have not seen it. The only thing I've seen um, for the Millennium Falcon is they're coming out with the micro machines again, but they're calling they're calling them something else now. It's yeah, that little piece of crap. Dude, yeah. this year. This yeah. is I love this. This is super detailed. Do you know how many times I kicked that around in my store? Really? Yeah. Hey Leo, don't <laughs> yeah. you love everything though? Yes, he does. Yeah. He loves he he thinks everything is awesome. I know. Yeah, see they, like, are, micro, they are micro machines are making there that's another toy from the, the day that they're making a comeback. Yeah. Slowly uh, and surely uh, they're they're coming back. Yeah, it's, you know, uh, it's jazz wares now or something like that now. So, Jabo, um, since yeah. you came in a little late, did you hear our discussion about the uh, the pop, the uh, the Jeffrey Dahmer yes, one? Yes, the Dahmer you being pop. The toy guy, what, what do you feel? I think I mean? it's I think it's sick. I think it's something that shouldn't be done because that is something that has happened in real life. That's like saying, hey, why don't why don't I go and create a recreation of nine eleven? Now, is that the first time Funko's done that? I don't even know if real? it's a real Funko thing because I need to see pictures of it because right. some fans make custom ones and sure. there's nothing it's wrong true. with it. If you want to do it, do that, you know, but if I you're going to do something like I that. Read, though, said that, that so, they were releasing Leo, it. Leo, look at here. Oh, wow. Wow. These are awesome. these are all metal. Um, and okay. they do make sound. Oh, that's way different than the pair that I had in the 70s that just shot out a little thing that stuck on the wall. A, suc a suction cup? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my hey. wife brought them over. There's Hi, Ty. Hey. All right, now it's now no more about me now. But they even, <laughs> uh, they even come with a stand and everything like that, too. But like but, I said, back but, to the Dahmer thing. Yeah. I just, I mean, a lot of fans, a lot of fans, you know, they, they do make customs. I've seen some really killer customs like i've seen a vecna one i goes if funko wow. does not hire this sculptor right now to okay. do this vecna version then funko's lost and this guy he could buy it right for, right from him like right then and there i'd say i'd buy it from you That's awesome. but the Dahmer thing because it happened in real life 
I don't think it should be made. If it is Funko, I think it's poor taste, especially to the the families that have lost people mm-hmm. and to the survivor yeah. of him. Like, no, right. let's let's not do it. Like I said, I don't know if it's a true thing from Funko um, or if not. it's a fan one. I'm hoping it's not because I think yeah. Funko would probably bury itself. Like, because remember, families are still around from that from that guy so like that he's killed those people right, they'd right. have a they'd have it that's like blood in the water sharks would come after them and they would be hit with some serious lawsuits yeah you know, and, and plus i feel like and plus i feel like punk funkos are eventually going to die out soon. i mean honestly i haven't bought one in ages and i keep seeing a ton i'm like i don't care i know this is weird but i'm just like okay like I feel like you can kind of grow out of it, punkos, but that's just me. I don't know. Yeah. Well, like I I said, I mean, I've never caught the addiction, but uh, apparently, I mean, if you get it right, some of them have some really high values. And I I don't know if that's luck of the draw or. Well, um, so when when this fucking pandemic, pardon my French, happened, I was out of work and I needed money and um, I had to dip into my my grails. Those are the ones where they destroy mm-hmm. the mold. You're never going to get them again. I had a 1950s right. Elvis pop. I bought it for eight bucks. I was going to send it down to my brother-in-law. And, um, and, um, and I, you know, we were like, all right, let's just see what we can do. Sold the 1950s Elvis pop for seven fifty. Wow. I mean, it helped pay some bills. And like I said, like Rich said, it's the luck of the draw. Now my wife is bringing this in, Leo. <laughs> <laughs> on omicron pop yeah this is the this is the unicron a unicron sorry this is, this is the orson I mean, wells of action figures or pops i should say yes uh just just curious how much is that going to be going for at, uh um for what do i have what do i have in price at 70 infinity can't can't get them anymore i mean it's this is what I do, and you know this. I, I I don't price my stuff up a lot, and when I do, it's maybe by ten, maybe five bucks. I I just tell people, I goes, listen, if you want it, you want it. If you don't, you don't. I don't force it down your throat, you know. Right. But I mean, right. I've had some. I had one guy come to a con, came back to my table four times before he he decided to buy a figure, and I goes. I walk away from my table for five minutes and then I get a notification on my phone that someone has purchased your so-and-so for this amount. And I'm like, all right, he came back, you know, it's, and I tell people that I goes, listen, if you just get in here, yeah, that's great. You saw my booth and everything like that, but go look around the con or or the event or, or whatever. Just go and look at it. Enjoy the show. Right. You know, and some people like, look at me, like I got two friggin' heads. I go, that's because I'm not a scalper. Like you are. You know, I don't have a brick and mortar. This is something that I do. I've been doing off and on for the past 10 years, 12 years, and I, I enjoy it. If Do I make money? Do I make money? Yes. If I make my table, I'm happy, you know, but I get to see everybody. I get to see all the fans, except for Deadpool, because he didn't want to come by my table. I shut your face. I walked over all that con. You weren't there. Deal oh, you with just it. Man. You okay. just didn't. You just didn't look for the 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 booth with the flashy lights. Mm-hmm. 
Well, are, are you going to be in the mobility you your dinosaur this weekend, Jabo? Am I going to be a what? In your Deadpool? Uh, not your Deadpool. Uh, no, no. My your, Venom your dinosaur, Venom. no. Um, just because of the way my head's been lately in my oh. eyes, um, we really decided fun, that it would not be good for me to, to be as my Venom T-Rex. Gotcha. You know, but um, I'm just going to gonna go there. I have a table set up. No, you can't be Venom T-Rex, Ty. I'm just yelling at my wife. Wait, who, who's, who's Ty? Um, who is she? Is she um, helping someone at Rhode Island? Ty is going to be actually working my booth, and we're going to be um, we're going to be selling some of my friends' stuff too. Oh, because usually she helps out with the celebrities. Yes, not this one. She's not helping with celebrities. This is just like a you know a break I thing. Never do celebrities at Rhode Island. So you heard her. She never does the celebrities at Rhode Island. I do travel oh. for them. I don't work for celebrities. Yeah. I got she does you. some travel, but she mostly when we do celebrity handling, it's mostly at um, Fan Expo. Gotcha. Um, we were you and McGregor's uh, handler in line control for him this year, and his autographs were crazy. Yeah, Obi Wan. Yeah, two fifty for an autograph. Cash. Yeah, it was two fifty, then another ten dollars rich to get an eight by ten that you needed to have signed. And that's just for an 8x10 picture. Yeah. And that's not just for signed. an 8x10. Yeah, not even signed. So it's like you figure it's 260 I had a yeah. guy come through the line, had 16 of the premium autographs that were 300 bucks a pop. Mm-hmm. 16 hey, times 300 Wow. Hey, Joe. So I, I, as I go, please tell me, you're not putting these on eBay. He goes, no, these are going into the Star Wars man cave. And I asked him, I goes, are you IT? do you do IT for a living? He goes, yes. So when I when I want to decompress, I go into the man cave and go into my own galaxy. There you go. So I mean, like I said, we we have fun when we go to the cons. Um, but Dahmer is a douche. Funko, if you're listening, if you make that pop, you will just commit like the bad thing of Harry Carey and all that stuff. It's just it's not Rude good. Don't do it. Yeah, don't do it. It's bad. bad. So on that on that. On that thing right there, that's how I feel about the Dahmer pop thing. Like, All right, thank no. you. Me and Drew are on the hey, same page. Yeah. You know, it's just not its not cool. So what else? Don't talk about Andor because I haven't watched any Jess episodes of it. I should be the Venom. No, Jess is wrong. Jess, if you're watching, you're wrong. You're not going to, Ty is not going to be the Venom <laughs> T-Rex. Or is she? <laughs> Tony Rhode uh-huh. Island to find out. So, uh, so J-Bo, apparently I'm the only one that's watched Andor. And uh, you're 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 not missing much. All right, I don't know. I've heard people say it's really good. I've had a friend that I've I've talked to. He says he's loved it. it, it it's it's a slow burn. It, it's uh, I can't stop watching it. But when you think about it, how boring it is. But it, it, it's why well, you just don't you don't want to see the guy with his living in his mom's basement. After he loses his job, and I mean that could be a whole another series, you know. Yeah, I, I mean it, it. It definitely shows a whole different side of Star Wars, but um, yeah. Joe says uh, they need another King Tut pop. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, no, J-Bo, Jay, I, reason- I, I gave it a. F- I'm so, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Drew. Just want to say, Jabo, the reason he's so hesitant because he's afraid that that's him in another universe. That's the Leo. It probably is. Of Star Wars. <laughs> It probably yeah. is. I won't lie. <laughs> Leo's got his little cap on, and he's got his yep. he's got his green screen background there. Yes, Emperor. 
I, I totally agree. We should definitely go to this planet and take it over. But I have to stay in my mom's basement just because she told me that I can't leave or I will get in trouble. <laughs> uh, okay. You know, thank you. But I, I, it is on my watch list. I just, I haven't had time. But as soon as I saw uh, Tales of the Jedi, uh, dude, first thing I did is I searched it on my Spotify, pulled up the entire playlist for that entire series, and I read comics to it. Oh, nice! It's just, it's just a good, it's a good soundtrack to that series to see characters. Yeah. Like I found out that Liam Neeson's son voiced the young Qui Gon. Oh, really? Yes, Liam Neeson's son. I, I thought that was actually Liam Neeson. That's wow. <clears throat> no, Liam Neeson did the older voice of of the character in the series, but the younger one was his son. Yeah, it, it's, me, and Drew, me and Drew got the right thing to do. It, it, it's a yeah. good watch because they're what like not even not even like fifteen minutes a pop. No, they're, they're I think the longest I think maybe is twenty eight minutes. Yeah, um, but very good series. I tell people watch it. You don't need to see. You don't need to see the first three episodes because these just lead into them but um i'm thank god yaddle does not talk like yoda thank god yeah i i I think they did that on purpose because uh i i think we're gonna soon hear uh grogu speak you know i hope not yeah i hope not like carl like carl weather says do the magic hand thing baby (laughs) baby do the magic hand thing and i'm like um yeah, don't I think there's I think there's more mystery to him not talking. Um, you know, also, so, also he's so is, is, is he on the cartoon he is. Are you guys talking about in, in Mando? We're talking in Mando. Pay attention, oh, okay. Rich. Pay attention. Yeah, just making sure. Butterflies, just making sure. butterflies. Hey, you went from here, cartoon to Mando. There was a seamless no well, well be well, it was through Yaddle because Yaddle she talked regularly, and it, that's the only other like Yoda type character that we've seen. Other than Grogu, I don't know who. Right, Grogu. Grogu, I think, just does not need to talk for like at least another season. Because, um, and I don't know, it just adds the mystery to him, you know. Like, the Mando really doesn't understand him, but he says, "Hey, or have this knob from this one thing that I need to to fly the ship," you know. That's just how it is. But what else are we talking about? Because me and Drew is we're chilling here. We're just chilling. Well, I saw that uh, Cameron Crowe, the director, um, apparently he's trying to throw his hat in the ring to do a Dazzler movie. Why? Uh, Why in God's name? He's got a thing for Dazzler, and he believes that Dua Lipa should be cast as Dazzler. No. Fuck no. Okay, see, no, the thing being is, Rich, Cameron Crowe has a thing for the 60s and the 70s. And that's the only reason why he wants to do it. Exactly. He wants you to be tripping balls while you're watching the movie. Yeah, he he likes it because. And what's wrong with that? What is wrong with that, Jay? (laughs) I I don't want to see that. So let's see this about the one big warning that'll come across the entire screen: flashing strobing lights may cause epileptic seizures. Ah, so yeah, so no, so no, Ant Man and Quantumania. No, 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 no. Listen. The seventies, supreme. They've got all that flashing. No, no, inducing. no, not like the seventies would. Remember okay. disco balls. Okay. 
Remember those? Those were yeah. is my cat's tail. Yeah. And, and Ginger. No disrespect to Dazzler, uh, but she has actually, I mean, actually re, uh, really quick. Joe just brought this up uh, about Stargirl uh, saying they need to oh, keep yeah. going. They oh, did they announce that uh, season three is going to be the last. Now, yeah. did they start season three yet? Did I miss yeah. Did it start? They did. Oh. Yeah, in the new Titans drops, I think this Friday. Oh, yeah. sweet. So, I mean, yeah. I've been, I only watched two seasons of the Titans, mm-hmm. and then other things piqued my interest. I'm like, I have AD, I must have ADHD or something like that because I'll talk about one thing and I'll fly off to another thing. You know, but there's Chinese a lot of toys. weird stuff out there. There's a ton of content, Jay. It's insane. I mean, Drew, Drew my talk, bitches about it all the time. There's so much you can't catch up. No, this so, is. I think there's sometimes there's too much. I no, there, I think there. I I feel like what I would love is that we just took a year or two where we didn't have any nerd content, and they can work behind the scenes, film and stuff. Let the rumor mill go. Just give us some time to breathe and decompress, and then stuff it down our throat again. Yeah, you know? I mean, give us a give us a break. Like I said, we're gonna wait a whole year for the season three of the Mandalorian. Right. I mean and, then, and and I'm sorry, it's it's got some high hopes. And I'm I'm yeah. hoping it's gonna be amazing because I'm tired of mediocre or so so Star Wars. I'm ta- I need epic. So basically he's talking about Andor. <laughs> so that's basically what he's talking yeah. about, right? Yeah. That, listen, Jay, that's the that's the first Star Wars thing I ever started and stopped. See, I haven't, I haven't watched it. A lot of people said, like, the first couple episodes, they, they're really slow. You really don't get any action until it's, like, towards, like, the end, I think, of an episode. Um, we'll see, because it took me a while to get into the whole, like, um, Jessica Jones series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My sister's like, give it four episodes, and it picks up. And she was right. I, I struggled through the four episodes, and it picked up. It was a really good series, but... If Android is going to be like this, I it might be one that'll just stay in like digital limbo for me. I do that, you know. So, um, but like I said, I have so many, so many things on my playlist right now. I've just watched um, what the hell of it, Mark Wahlberg's uh, Infinite. Uh-huh. Um, it was on um, uh, I think Amazon Prime. Uh-huh. Um, pretty cool series. Deals on with like reincarnation, but keeping the memories of that past life coming into the new body and stuff like that. That's um, I'd say um, give that a watch if you can. You know, if it's <laughs> like you're five minutes into it, Rich, and you don't like it, then you, you can turn it off. Absolutely. Um, but it was I, a serious. I'll, I'll give everything an episode. Yeah, I mean, well, this is a movie, Rich. This is a movie, oh, okay. it's not an episode. This is a movie. Right. Um, but um, I watched it while I was in Vegas. Um, and uh, it was a really good, really good movie. I liked it, you know. So, all right. Well, we'll, yeah, we'll look at that. Leo, did we, you have any more news? I we that might have wrapped it. No? Uh, yeah, I think that was about it. Other than uh, new comics, um, yeah. Batman uh, um, one twenty nine is out this week. So the fail safe storyline is uh, is being. Uh, Continued a lot of Batman this week. Uh, Batman yeah. and Joker, the deadly Always duo. So much Batman. Yeah. Like the whole front page is. Where's all the Batman. person holding that pillow on Drew's face so he can't say anything? She's in, she's in the other room. 
<laughs> uh, Jason is in uh, his private room. Uh, Joe says, any like the new Thor movie? I loved the new Thor movie. I uh, loved but, it as well. Yeah, but I love everything. I Black really Adam was amazing. Black, I that, that was, it Who was super stoked about the end credit scene? I oh, haven't yeah. seen Black Adam yet. I have not seen uh, anything yet. Please but I already know us. that, won't, won't and we already it. ruined it for Drew last week. Hey, I won't yeah. see anything else. Fucking asshole. He, he, <laughs> he, he, he tweeted it himself. No, he didn't. Drew didn't. Drew it. It. I didn't know that. Okay, and the hell, man! I can't. I'm not on Twitter like that. You know? <laughs> Giving it about. Yeah. I think who's about on Twitter? Who's, who's oh, it's, uh, Instagram. It's all the same thing. It's all owned by almost. It's all almost all owned by the same company. <laughs> but yeah, um, Henry, Henry Cavill did did the post himself that weekend. So uh, I'm glad he's back, though. Yeah. Yep, totally. I'm sad that we'll lose him in Witcher because I think he was a really great Witcher. Yeah. Thank you. The uh the look though, I mean the curl is back. Absolutely love it. You're very excited yeah. about that curl, Leo. Yeah, yeah. Dude, okay. I, I have to say, when I was a kid, I was such a Superman fan. You tried to like, do your own curl? No, I did my own curl and up until like uh like my twenties he started losing it exactly like it, it wouldn't go away i permanently trained my hair to curl and it was <laughs> i got enough to curl leo i'll lend you some but no me and my wife we we saw um we saw the black adam movie on sunday and uh we loved it we thought it was awesome yeah okay you know but henry carvel back as superman yes but it sucks because we lose them to uh Hemsworth brother that I don't like that much. So yeah. Uh we are getting the uh Witcher 3 remaster um in December, December 9th. Ooh, nice. And they announced that they're remastering uh Witcher 1. Oh, okay. Uh, that would be uh, a nice playthrough. Yeah. I um I started playing through Witcher 3 uh finally and absolutely yeah, I know. I absolutely friggin' loved it, but I'm like, these graphics are so friggin' dated. Then I heard the remasters coming out, so I stopped playing. It's not like I had time to play anyway, but uh, yeah, uh, I'll uh, I'll, I'll pick it up in December. I, I still don't know how you do all these goddamn shows, Leo. I'm still I'm still thinking it's clones or time travel. Uh time travel and lack of sleep. Okay, she uses the thing that Hermione. He uses the thing that Hermione Granger used. The time turner. Thank you. Yeah. He uses that. That's how Leo does all these shows. Yeah. 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 (laughs) But I will say this the one thing that I do have that is going to be at Rhode Island is I have my 10 inch Miss Minutes because she is going to be there herself. And I have my Force using Grogu Mm -hmm. that is going to be there. It's like another pop. Like there's only been, I think, five or six pops that actually have lights to them. You know, yeah. You know, and I got to say, like, I'm kind of interested because it's always funny at Rhode Island because when I went, a few people did cosplay. But it's not as really, it's not really a cosplay con. Like, it's really more like you go to meet pop culture. Yeah, it's a pop, pop, it's a pop culture thing, you know, and that's why artists like, to be honest. And to tell you the truth, too, a lot of people are afraid to use the, the phrase Comic Con because of the whole fiasco with san diego comic-con like them trademarking the word comic-con 
okay. That's why you see a lot of them. Like we have Super Mega Fest. It's not. It has comics. It has its artists and everything like that. Mm-hmm. You see, there was a one called Bubba Fest down south. He didn't want it to be a con, but he called it Bubba Fest. Right. You know, name says everything, but it was down south. But they had that really good. Huge. They had really good celebrities. Come on, they had fucking Chuck Norris. Chuck fucking Norris. They had there. You know, like he's the one that made the Transformers. You know, they had Frank Welker there. Um, yeah. They they had this guy. This guy's con had so many people there, but he also had a shit ton of artists. Right. And comic book writers, and mm-hmm. and his thing was basically a fest. It was a festival yeah. of everything, and and like I said, I I I do I would like to go and see the cons for celebs sometimes. Yeah, because there's that one celeb I would love to meet, you know. But mine is mostly I won't lie is my toys and my comic art. I mean, okay. I have really. a I have someone that did me a, a big um orco painting and sent it to me last year during the COVID and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's hanging in my room right now, so I'm like stoked. Um, Larry Kinney himself, the man, the myth, the legend. Um, I see him every time at a con. He he recognizes me. He's like, oh my God, it's J-Book from Facebook. J-Bo from Facebook. I'm like, yeah, it's me, Larry. I'm just here <laughs> to say hi. You know, That's I go and pay for an autograph from him. And he's like, no, 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 no. Your money's no good. I goes, no, no, no. You need to make the money. All right. If you have a if you have a guarantee, I want to make sure the st- the show stays around longer. You know, we don't ask, for, we don't ask right. for freebies. Everything I go, I pay for. Oh, you know, and good. Larry's an awesome guy. Like he supports our autism speech stuff too. So like, nice. love yeah. that man. You know, people yeah. who don't know him need to search him because he did more than just the cartoons. He did the car- the serial commercial characters too. Right. Oh yeah, he, he does the Skittles commercial now. Yep. Oh, shit. He's, he's an amazing he's an amazing guy you know and his daughter's uh, a, a, quite a busy actress herself yes reno 911 oh she she's in something else too we, we she's in a new show she's in reboot she's been, she, she's, she's yes, been in a reboot. lot of reboot. Yeah, she's, she's been she's in a lot great. of stuff yeah but i didn't know that that was her her i didn't know that was his daughter until he said yeah my daughter just finished um uh filming her her movie and stuff i'm like what What's your daughter's name? And it was like, wait, I never really picked up on the last name until we Me put too. them together. One you know? But um, I mean, like, there's there's some artists that I've I've um, I've backed and I've followed, like Ben Goldsmith's The Seance Room. If you guys have not read that, that's a read to read, really good. Um, because each room that somebody goes into has a different ghost. Ooh, yeah, we we each... had we had Ben on what like six yeah. months ago. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think we did cover uh, Seance Room. Uh, yeah, did I, let's Seance put it like this: I backed it, so I even got the vinyl album. Nice for it. And I tell people, you get a digital copy of it too. But I goes, listen to that while you're reading his books. And I'm telling you, it goes right to it. Like another one that I backed was Chris Campana's um, Adventures of Parker Reef. Um, very, very, very awesome story gut-wrenching um because he this character was based off his his son that had passed away you know after childbirth and stuff but um Mm -hmm. i backed i backed him i read that story i backed joe st pierre another good one too um yeah come on keith and amy gleason the the mighty mascots 
fucking serial characters, like box serial characters come to life and stuff like that. It's it's like um, what was that old cartoon? Come on, Rich. It had the the, the lasso man, the the baby with the cape and the. Oh, the, you talk about the Harlem Super Harlem Globetrotters? No, 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 not the um, the Mighty Heroes. The Mighty That's, Heroes. I just added that to Pluther. Yes, watch that. Watch that, Leo. You'll laugh. Um, but like I said, I mean. That's why I miss Saturday morning cartoons, man. We used to get up six o'clock in the morning. We'd sneak out, turn on the TV, and from then, from them until like twelve in the afternoon, we were we were glued to the TV. Oh yeah, Hanna Barbera was my friend. The Hanna Barbera hour. Yeah. Um, Hanna Barbera, Super Friends, Tarzan, Batman, Super Hour, the Herculoids. Yeah, yeah. Herculoids. Space we'll Ghost. Have, we'll have to do. We'll have to do a, a like a thing about like old cartoons and one hundred percent that all night. Boomerang that shit, my dude. <laughs> yeah, because um, it was that was my childhood growing up. Miss you Hi, too, Jeremy. We miss you too. We wish you came on. Yeah, Jeremy. <laughs> Stop playing with your room there and and your plans. Organize your room, damn it. Uh, Jaybo, do you have a you have a streaming stick? Do I have a what in a what? <laughs> That's a little personal right now. I mean, uh, do do you have like a uh, um like a fire stick? Yeah, I do. Okay, I have a couple of them. You gonna be up for a bit uh, after tonight's show? I I might be because tomorrow I'm off, but I gotta pack up the I gotta pack up all the stuff for Rhode Island. Okay. Because I do my my load in on Rhode Island on Thursdays. I don't do the. Uh, I'm not up at 6 a.m. to go and load in at Rhode Island. Never. I'm excited because I might be able to get to meet the original Goofy, even though my wife Dude, married me. Awesome. I've met him. Do it, Bill Farmer. Fantastic. Drew said. Drew said Bill Farmer is fantastic. Bruce so taking good. me to have. Um, Our friend Bergie is taking her to go and have it out of there because she actually got the pop of the the Goofy movie like VHS cassette kind of thing they did. Right. So it basically has the pop in front of it, and in the background, it's the layout of the VHS cover. Oh, nice! Which is pretty cool. So she she's a big Goofy fanatic. So everything I've been that collecting Goofy memorabilia for forty five years. Forty five years she's been wow. collecting that shit. Well, that's well, why Jake, she married me, I guess. Tara ta- ta- is my my number one objective. Which one? Parish, Tara Strong. Oh, all right. Well, Miss Bennett. Yep, absolutely. I've got my questions ready for her. Um, she actually noticed me on TikTok yesterday, so yeah. I'm, I'm going Friday and I Saturday. Saw, I saw that. Stop beating the stop beating the dead dog. Okay. We I'm gonna be hovering. It. Hey, let me have my fangirl moment, man. Don't don't be hating. No, my <laughs> my big one is Jason <laughs> uh, Jason Marsden because he's oh I've yeah. Been, I've wanted to be for so long, but um, and don't get me wrong, he was Max in the Goofy movie, he was Binks and Hocus Pocus, but for me, he was the voice of Roland and the Extreme Ghostbusters. I loved that show. A huge Ghostbusters. Shut, shut up, Drew. You know, you know, you loved him in the Chipmunks movies. Shut the fuck up, Jabo. We, we um, know you loved him. You know you love Dave Seville. We. <laughs> <coughs> Now you make it, yeah yeah. Listen, I know I'm number one, Drew. Stop. You don't <laughs> come on. I'm flattered. I'm flattered, Drew. But yeah, a lot of people are very excited for him because he really doesn't do a lot of cons. 
he doesn't and that and that's and that's definitely one that i would i i like i definitely would spend the money just to that that him and i'm sorry if there was a photo if there was a decent enough photo op i would get a photo op with all three of us and william daniels because mr fucking feeney man mr yeah feeney. not even just that friggin kit from night rider well, listen, whatever whatever it is for me, he was Mr. Feeney. So, you know, and I just want to, you know, and I already know the questions I'd ask him, you know, because. Surprised you guys aren't geeking out about John Cleese being there. Oh, I mean, yeah, it's just. Well, Jackie Earl Haley scares me and fascinates me all at the same time. Well, that guy is freaking phenomenal. If they ever do another Watchmen thing or he comes out with his own thing, they need to get him again. Just because be awesome. he he was Rorschach. Oh, my God, under my under my Xbox movies in the seventies, he was yeah, awesome. under my under my gamer tag on my Xbox. It has his quote from from the Watchmen. You know, mm-hmm. if my hands were around the world of the throat, you know, and stuff like that. And I tell people, I goes, watch the movie. It's an incredible movie. Yeah, you know, um, but what else, Leo? Um, well, the, uh, the only thing we have is, uh, the book of the week. Uh, did you read, uh, have you read outcast before? No, I have not. Sorry. Yeah. It's, uh, it's by a no Kirkman who we know from the zombies fame, of course. Uh, and, and uh, invincible. Yeah. Oh my God. Invincible is so good. And invincible. Of course. Yeah, Robert Kirkman. Yeah. Yep. I don't have to. I don't have to check it out, Leo. You have to send me the link for it. It's pretty good, if you especially. Yeah, I won't lie. I do read a lot of my comics online because for me it's easy to get to them. Mm-hmm. Um, with my dyslexia, it's it takes me a while to read things. So, um, I did find a site. I'm not saying the site name, but they also do old cartoons, Leo, and old TV shows. Oh, nice. Yes. There you so. Go check that out okay but i definitely yeah send me the link for outcast i'd like to read it yeah it's yeah. pretty good definitely, definitely and yeah. let me see what else hey my booth is 210 at the rhode island comic-con shameless plug there you go shameless nice. plug but i will be selling tickets for my jim lawson piece though oh i we're saw up that to 67 we're up to 67 no, tickets no, sorry 76 tickets once we hit the 150 we're pulling the winner even rob even Rob Van bought a ticket too. He sent me a message. He's like, Jabo, I just bought the winning ticket. I'm like, okay, I hope you win. Sure. Good luck. <laughs> you know, because um, we met Jim Lawson over the weekend um, at uh, BingCon. Um, oh, and uh, I'm telling you right now, my first time going to BingCon. And um, I actually liked it. It was a nice little con that you could go to, you know, and enjoy it. I, I've uh, I've heard good things about BingCon. Yeah, it's only five bucks to get in. That's not a bad thing, especially to go you know to go to a con. It is, it's it is comic orientated and everything like that. Um, I think I mean it was it was about an hour and a half drive for us to get there, but it was it was really good there. Um, our friend Joe there was pimping me out to all the, all the other artists and writers there, so I have a. Uh, I have a documentary of the Roger Corman um, Fantastic Four movie coming our way that we're going to use as a raffle prize at one of our Autism Speaks things. Oh, very cool. Yeah, very his cool. documentary is called Doomed. 
appropriate name. Indeed. Appropriate name. Indeed. That's awesome. Um, but uh, Rich must be going to the bathroom because all you can hear is him flushing his toilet. <laughs> you know. But um, yeah, I think that's all I got. I'm wear- I'm worn out. Leo got me got me to come in here when I feel like crap. Oh, I I don't I, have COVID. I appreciate that. I don't have COVID. We've been testing me daily because when I go into work, I, I, uh, compliance, compliance. Yep. I check every day, but no COVID, but I think I just got that nasty head cold that's going around. So yeah, that's, uh, I, I, yeah, that's, I hear that hangs around for like weeks. Yeah. I use a steroid inhaler to keep me going. So wow. I get the roid yeah. rage. Keep it's like Bane's venom. It's like Bane's venom. Yeah, I put it in my body and I'm good to go. Like, <laughs> it helps. Maybe this weekend I won't cosplay, but I'll wear my Eye of Agamotto. Oh, there you go. Because Doctor Strange is a pussy. Does it open? Oh, yeah. You know, here, hold on one second. I'll show you. You guys will, you guys will like it. As I walk around my, my house right here. Let me see. All right. I'm going to turn it right here. You ready? Can you see it? No. Oh, now I can. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. But the only thing that sucks about this thing, in order to turn it off, it's like, you know, those like little wind up toys back in the 70s. Yeah. You have to do that to close it. Oh. So once it, once it pops open, you know, it's, you got to screw the thing closed. Um, to get it done, but my wife is trying to talk me into bringing my Mandalorian pulse rifle Nerf gun to the con. That you shoot people I, with it? I have not even opened it up yet, Rich. Ah, still in the box. Yeah, I have my dark saber. Still have not opened that yet because we're looking to looking to put places where to put some of them up on the walls. Sure. So, but yeah, we're nice. just prepping for Rhode Island and stuff and. I just want to get are you, are you guys staying or are you going back and forth? No, we're actually staying. We found a hotel that's what? Not even a mile. It's uh, quarter of a mile away. Quarter of a mile away. Like I said, if you guys ever look for places to stay and you're not nearby, you should reach out to Ty. She's a travel agent. Well, she books Le- hotels. Le- Leo's wife works for a hotel chain, so we get the hotel. Oh, too. we don't like Leo then. Leo's <laughs> wife works for a hotel chain. <laughs> But yeah, other I, people like Drew, if Drew like needs a place, you know, my wife, she, you don't have to pay for it up front. You can pay for it when you get there, you know. Sweet. My favorite. Yeah. I mean, I mean, no, Leo, your wife knows what she's doing. No. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm actually kind of ashamed to say how much we got our hotel for. Uh, it's only if one night, but it's absolutely right. insane price. So, Leo, before I even get out of this thing, I want to show you something that you'll probably go apeshit crazy for. Do it. Because I know that I did it. Do it. And I'll turn on my overhead light. Maybe you can see it a little bit better. Whoa, we're getting the overhead light. This is big. I don't know if you can see it. Oh, that's... um. Wow. Okay. Oh, Ravage. Okay. Oh, Ravage. Yes. Wow. See, I, don't know, I, don't, I don't know how to turn the camera around on the phone. That's fine. 
Um, but that is the Ravage in the robot form, and he comes with the cassette holder. Oh, nice. So he was my – he was one of my big scores with my um, Zartan. Very cool. And the Zartan that I didn't like because he only changes color when he's out in the cold. So well, that, that makes, makes – no. Rich, G.I. Joe. <laughs> Knowing uh... is half the battle. Knowing is half the battle, Jay. <laughs> Yeah, and what was the one thing that Zartan did not like in the cartoon? Cold. That he didn't know enough. <laughs> That's true, but he was always in the sun and he would always turn blue. Yeah. That's the one thing that I think that they kind of like screwed up when they made that figure. He would only turn blue when he's out in the cold. Anybody would turn blue if they're out in the cold for too long. Then they go to black and then things start falling off. Yes. But that's probably one of the coolest figures because he comes with all the masks. One of like um, Storm Shadow, one of Snake Eyes, and um, one with his normal face. Yeah, so but I do, least... I do have the Sepentor figure coming. Oh wow! Everyone has now finally put a face to our Toy Man. Yeah, I'm crazy. <laughs> Trust me, I work at Target. I survive every day. As someone said in our group chat today, compliance. Yep. Fuck compliance. I'm not a machine. But um, do you know you do you guys know where you guys are going to be located? Are you going to be wandering? Wandering. We don't have a table. We're we're just we're just gorilla. We're gorilla hitting up all the guests we can. All right. Cool. cool. Yeah. The the goal is to see how many no's we can get in one day. Yeah. And it, it's, true. It's, true. It's, you already got one no. <laughs> and it's not a gorilla. We're official. We have the press passes. Yeah, you have the press passes, which I'm excited because then I get to see all you guys <coughs> again. I will have my. Well, I, I got some, bag I get some great names here. I got Ahmed Best, Olivia Silverstone, Brecken Meyer, Brent Spiner, Terry Jones, Dante Bosco, Danny Treo, Dougie Doug, Ethan Supley, Jackie Earl oh. Haley, John Carroll Lynch, John Barrowman. And that's just a small fraction. And John Berman loves to walk the con floor, too. He oh. does. I've heard well, I want to get a touch on my butt. Uh, he likes to know. touch butts. He'll, I know no, he does. Do that. He, he will do that. I, you know. Yeah, but he's been very worried yeah, he got in trouble a year or two back, didn't he? No, it wasn't even trouble. It's some fan licked his face. Oh, oh, that's wow. gross. Yeah, so he's very like he's very wary about like how close. Sure. You know, well, but um, I mean, he loves I mean, walking the floor though. JJ, but you got to remember that woman who bit Norman Reedus. I mean, come on, remember? Oh yeah, yeah. Did, uh, did any of you guys? I can't remember the actor's name. Uh, he was Mini Me. Vern Troy. Vern Troy. Yeah. Did any of you get hit by him? Drew, you owe me a coke. We said it at the same time. I said it first. Hit oh, by him? What do you mean? So, so uh, I, I, I was hit by him once at a con, and he was in a scooter, to, right? Yeah, he he would. Oh, drive scooter hit you. Yeah, well, he was known to run into people, oh, like yeah. on purpose. I didn't and, know uh, that. Yeah, yeah. It's like what you didn't see me down here. I'm like, no, you're too friggin' short. <laughs> you know, I've had I've had um, Peter Mayhew run over my foot three times at one show. Oh wow. Ugh. Because for him walking, he used he used to use two canes, but when he would do the long distance walking, he would um, he would use a scooter. Yeah, I've Rest had uh, Burt Reynolds hit me. We one weekend we saw it. We, we were gonna we were saying is it weekend at Burt's? 
does he look like he was like going to croak, but we found out he was also a diabetic. So his sugar was really low. Um, great man did all his own stunts. Of course it also paid the price for it too. That's why he was in his chair and stuff. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of celebs that I'm excited to see there, especially Ahmed best because people just hated on him. You know, like, come on, man. He, he did a character that probably no one wanted to do. Um, I think he's probably the one of the most annoying characters in Star Wars next to that lady and her droids from... Oh, Mandalorian. you're lucky Jeremy's not on the show. He will fight you. No, I, I, ch- ch- trust me. If I want to freak Jeremy out, all I have to do is open an action figure in front of him. <laughs> that is his kryptonite. Like, he literally does not like that. But, like I said, I'm excited for the show this year. Um, I'll get It'll to see good. all my friends. You guys will have to stop by. Leo, I'll sell you some stuff. <laughs> I'll sell you some stuff, not a lot, because I don't want your wife to yell at you. Um, but uh, you know, I'll have I'll have some stuff, and you know, like I said, I'm not going to cosplay. Um, this is just kind of a I'm going to do. This will be my last con of the year, probably for selling anything. So, yeah. Jabo, he's got a fifty dollar maximum. You can't let him go above that. Well, uh, let me see. That'll buy you a a two incher. You see a two incher. Buy hey, listen, what bring... you guys do in the hotel room has nothing to do with the show, man. <laughs> listen, just you're jealous just because you're not part of it. Who didn't know the original 12 back? Uh, I know. I'm for shame. For shame. shame on you. Shame on you. Put for the shame. Sh- put the cone of shame on you right now. Actually, speaking of shame, holy shit, I can't believe I lost this. Uh, there was a uh, Imperial shuttle that ended up going for, I think it was like 150 on eBay. Was it uh, one that had like the three wings? Yeah, it, it, it's the three the tri-wing, wing, the, the tri-wing shuttle. That's what I call it, a tri-wing shuttle. Yeah, it, it was uh, uh, the larger one that they made, the the legacy one. Yeah, I've been trying to get one on eBay, and I found one that was like at a lower price, and uh, someone sniped it from you. Well, I, I I missed it. I had it on my watch list, and it was a busy week at work, and <coughs> I, I, yeah, I just that's what they it. all say. Leo it was a yeah. busy week at work. I don't have this mobile app called eBay. That you can use and someone can get it, you know. It's not that hard, Leo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a world of technology now. It is, it is. <laughs> but um, yeah, like I said, there's some old ones that I've seen, but I'll have to share the name of the place that um he's really good with a lot of vintage toys and stuff like that. Um he's I can't remember where he's out of, but um he's the one that has the Unicron. Oh nice. I think Middleborough, I think it's in. Once I'll do is I'll find it and I'll send you the link, Leo. That way you can check him out. But yeah, he does have the Unicron. I'm not, I don't know what he's selling it for. Probably two grand. Too much. Yeah. yeah. No. So, but. All right. Well, thank you. For you guys here. be good. Okay. You, you as guys well. can follow me on this thing. Maybe I won't get put in Facebook jail again. Um, because I had a good jail. opinion for somebody. But you guys have a good night. It was great talking to you guys. Jay. Nice chatting with you, man. Have mm-hmm. a great night. All right. And uh, we'll Jabo, yes. I messaged you, so check your uh, check the Facebook group. All right, I will do that, sir. Have a good okay. night, guys. Catch you guys out. Actually, this, we're staying on. We're 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 we we're talking talk about, about outcasts. Outcasts, yeah. Holy shit. We uh, a lot, so we, we, we got we might. Yeah, you're gonna have to it. change the cover art to slash toy show. I know. I know. <laughs> toy cast toy cast so uh this is by kirkman right. and azetta and uh when did this camp come out 
Good question. Years. On, it was Image Comics, uh, Robert Kirkman and Azeda who did the art. And, and I'm surprised, him. Leo, you don't have the whole breakdown. All So June, so it was uh, 48 issues, and it, uh, let's see, it came out in June of 2014. Wow. Okay. Uh, Written and created by Robert Kirkman. Artist was Paul Azetta. Letterer was Russ Wooten. And colorist was Elizabeth Breitweiser. And editor was Sean Mikowitz. Good old Sean. Yeah. So who wants to kick this off, gentlemen? Well, Leo, do you have the, the breakdown of what this uh, comic is all about? Usually you have a little sublimation, a summary. I, I do, I do, I do. So Outcast is a supernatural story that chronicles Kyle Barnes, a man whose loved ones have been involved in demonic possessions since, since childhood. Uh, with his help of a clergyman, he tries uh, as an adult to unveil what lies behind the supernatural manifestations and why he seems to carry special peculiarities. The uh, first issue of this monthly comic was published in 2014 by Image Comics, and it had a total run of 48 issues. And uh, before the first release, Kirkman also began to develop a tel television adaptation with Cinemax. Yep. Oh, Oh shit! And it began airing, so uh, had two seasons. Oh jeez! It was released. Man, we gotta That's something we gotta find. We're yeah, gonna we have gotta, to find that. Yeah. We, you know, we should definitely do. Maybe we should look into doing that every once a month, or maybe every other month we do a compare and contrast. Hey, Jaybo, we love your rambling. You know that, that's what this is all about. Ramble on, my man. Yeah. But maybe we should do that every every month or every other month. We'll do a compare and contrast. You know, you know, we'll oh, have yeah. a season, and then we can, you know, he's like, yeah. oh, this, you know, I'll I'll see if I can uh, find it. It must yeah, be available maybe. for streaming somewhere. Yeah, yeah I, I'd, I'd be excited to see a live action of this. Yeah, Hell this yeah. was really good. Like honestly, I I you know, it's funny thing. I kind of avoid watching movies like this um in terms of in terms of horror movies uh possession movies are not my favorite um mostly because I, in some way i do believe in you know exorcisms and demons and all that stuff so to me it's a little bit more real than possessed dolls or supernatural zombie killers or boogeyman in a bing crosby sweater you know um but this was really good. And I, I just feel Kirkman is the kind of guy, he just works best on his own stuff. Like when he's working for like other people, like he, he he's allowed to do stuff, but he, I feel like he doesn't have that same, that same creative freedom and just flexibility that he does with his own stuff. His own stuff, like just this, just paced well. And on top of it, he just picks great collaborators. I mean, I've met Paul. Um, he's done, he did a lot of Marvel work. I know because he worked a, a bit on Spider-Man at one point. He's a great artist. But in this one, oh my God, his art style for the horror aesthetic of this book was just fantastic. I thought it was interesting, Drew. Um, there was like a, a, a little preface to the story where he, uh, Kirkman is talking about 
that zombies aren't real. Right. And that this was through his research, he, he believes that this um, is real. Yes. And um, I thought it was interesting that he delved that far into the research for this comic. Um, I, I always I find it fascinating when the writers um, delve deep into um, the subject matter. And yeah. uh, some, I think, gloss over it and have a basic knowledge, and some really delve deep. Like well, um, I, we read that Magneto storyline about Auschwitz. Um, that was another dig, digging deep. Um, right. And and I really admire that kind of dedication in a comic book. That's it's well, pretty impressive. Well, I think the thing being is that some people like some people. You just write the story. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like Robots back in like the '60s and '70s, they didn't do too much research. You know, it was pretty pretty basic but i feel like now the more you know the more believable your story is the more i feel like it's just it just helps ground it you know what i mean you can't have a scientist and they're saying basic shit you got to throw on formulas and all that stuff and it's the same thing like it's just the realism like you know kirkman in his preface said that the town that he he had the story take place he knew that town. Like he think he like grew up there or grew up near there. So he's drawing from um, you know memory as much as he's creating something fictional. And I think those are always the best stories. Is you know I mean I grew up in the suburbs. I grew up in Westchester. So there were streets that I would drive down that were like this. My mom grew up in Milford, Pennsylvania. So I grew up there, and some of the the streets over in Milford look like this with the with the kind of barnish spaced out trees and the friendly but could, at any second could be hostile neighbors you know and then it also plays on like the horror themes like this whole idea that all these people that something's not quite right but you just can't put your finger on it you know um also i will say to credit both to kirkman and his his creative collaborator the use of flashbacks in this series was just fantastic. And the thing I like about the flashback, it told you just enough each time you used it. So, um, And Drew, I, uh, interesting parallels were um, the religious aspects. Yeah. Where, and, and I really like when that's done. I mean, it, it, it's done in its most pure and hope, hopeful form um and uh it's real at the same time because you got the preacher who's questioning himself is questioning his abilities to right. be able to exercise these demons right. while he's dealing with his own demons at the same time so it, right. it the humanity it was very beautiful and i think also what was really nice uh and after that i want to hear what leo thought um is i thought that we kind of went against a lot of horror tropes because when you think of possession you think of head twisting around, crab walking down a staircase, projectile puking. Like I feel like these were a little bit more terrifying. You, you're, you're possessed people. They're they've got the insane strength. They're afraid of sunlight. Uh, they're growling. They're they're very violent. You know, um, it's just it's it's against the realism. You know, it's. You know, but for me, I felt it kind of had a little bit of an invasion of the body snatchers kind of thing going. 
Like, you really didn't know who was possessed or not. And they always hinted at certain people could be, you know? So you really don't know. It's literally like, who can you trust? Because if you tell someone about it, if they're not possessed, they're going to think you're fucking crazy. You know? So, uh, Leo, what do you think? This was friggin' amazing. Wow. Okay, uh, yeah. Uh, okay. I, I absolutely loved it. The... The storytelling. So I love that. And you touched a little bit upon this is, you know, like the backstories and everything. They just tell you just enough to keep the story going. And it's it's they don't have to tell you everything. You know, it's not overdrawn or over overkilled with story. You're just really drawn into Kyle's life and, and like, you know, what's his power you know what 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 can he do that you know is is fending off these demons and and, uh you know you also have this you know character that's sort of like the the man in black that's you know probably like a king demon or something like that um just just like the the mystery of it and and just the the real life story you know like kyle losing his his wife and you know just uh that fight with like Donnie, uh, you know, on the street and just, you know, they didn't need to tell you everything. It was just like that guy fucked up his, his sister and he needed to take him out, you know? Um, yeah, the, the absolutely loved the story. Absolutely loved the artwork. Just, this was, you know, just perfect all around. Well, you were impressed for sure. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that 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 is that is definitely a defining trait. Definitely hearing us all talk about it, um, there was a huge amount of humanity in this story, and and realism, and and real life problems, and things that have happened to people, and and we've all experienced different uh, ways that we're damaged, and uh, this really reflected that, and and I really felt like they were they were touching upon so much um, realness of of the humanity and the damage that we've all. Um, gone through and expressed that. And I only read six issues and you had that on top of a story, on top of backstories going on behind the story. Because I know Drew Drew pushed forward. Like we were were supposed to read the first arc, but I mean, you went like 20 something issues in. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm on 24. I'm I'm literally going to read to the end. So, you know, so I, uh, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I mean, it's been awesome the whole time, especially because we see more of this character who very much hinted could be the devil but we're not really sure really get a bigger idea of the of the bigger plan of all these possessions there is a link i will tell that uh of course there is a a big sinister ploy going but of course you know kirkman is a is a real pro and he won't give it away until you know he feels like he needs to um yeah this is just a great read i mean this is a nice little read um to kind of still feel Halloween-ish, you know? Um, but like I told you, like, to me, what I really liked is, again, there was this, this, and especially I, just watching Leo in his maniac flipping through fast as could be, God forbid anybody want to read anything. Hey, um, we're, we're, we're trying to, you know, suggest people read it. It's it's yeah, not yeah. to give everybody, you know, the full I story. I know, I know. Leo, Leo, fucking with you, man. Come on, we've done enough shows together. <laughs> but... I just the colors, they're just the wonderful, like the coloring is fantastic because it's bright enough 
to get your attention, but it's still very muted. It's got like that older horror aesthetic going, you know? Like, oh, and, well, and, and look at this guy that, you know, uh, which we, we think is like the main demon, you know, just just that eerie smile and just a hint of red in his eyes is just psychotic. And, and you yeah. know, just uh, there, there's a couple instances like that with characters that you just have that smile that just like tells it all, you know? Absolutely. And it's just so good. And and thoroughly, and I feel like this is just a, definitely a good horror fan book. You know what I mean? And it's just it's different. And now that I know it's been adapted, I definitely want to check that out because I want to see how well we did uh, adaptation wise. Um, no, but Jeremy did a great. I, I told him that when I spoke to him briefly, I was like, "What a great read!" You know. Um, Definitely, definitely yeah, more of this, you know. Yeah, it was a great suggestion and um, an, another great non-superhero comic. And um, yeah, yeah. If if you want to get in touch with a, a real side of uh, humanity and people, and um, you like a good horror story, this is this is this is a great one. Absolutely uh, worth the oh. read. I'm probably going to move forward on this series. Yeah, um, not as fast as Drew did, but. Um, uh, I don't know. I, I know. I, I, I've definitely. It's uh, four and a half uh, evil spirits ripping out of bodies for me. Uh, I will second that. I'm going to go four and a half, just because I again very rarely give a full five. Four and a half. I'll give that four, four, four and a half. So Leo, four point eight. Wow, Ooh. Leo, you really enjoyed it. Dude, I, I I was hooked, and and uh, I I haven't gone past issue six, but I'm I'm gonna load the rest of them on my uh, on my iPad, and I'm just gonna power through. Okay, you know, well, it, it's you go, everybody. yeah. I I mean I love the you know the paranormal aspect. You know I you know I'm hooked on like those paranormal shows and stuff like that, and this is just like mm -hmm. you know this just nailed it. Nice. Yeah. All, All right. right, so uh, we're we're at the hour and forty mark, and uh, as you know, we're all going to Rhode Island Comic Con. We're going to be there Friday and Saturday. We got some rooms. Uh, we got some great guests that we hope to be uh, interviewing, and hopefully, we'll be putting all that content yeah. up on TikTok and YouTube and splash pages, this and that. Yeah. And, and Leo, fair warning: since we're both driving down together that first morning, I'm totally sleeping on the way. Oh, oh. no worries, no worries. You know, I'm uh, I, I I'm a very cautious driver, so you'll. Uh... Oh no, that's All fine. Right. We can discuss, discuss those details after the show, guys. <laughs> uh, okay, we'll wrap things up. Uh, yeah, for me, just Google Leo Pond. You'll find a bunch of stuff. Could be true, could be not. But I run the Dorkening Podcast Network. Yeah. Head on over to thedorkening.com. You can find all the latest episodes there. And uh, Mr. Velvet. Hey, thanks again, guys, uh, for tuning in and spending your Tuesday with us on Splash Pages, the award-winning Combo Club podcast. Uh, you can catch me here. I'm Rich Davis here on the old Facebook. And uh, you can find me on the gram as Velvet Joker 2021, the TikTok Velvet Joker 1, because I'm number one, one, one. <laughs> Mr. Drew. It says, uh, yeah, be well. I'm Drew. I'm online. I do stuff. I'm polite mostly.
be well and find me as Ghostbuster 1984. <laughs> Ghostbuster Man 1984, right? Right. That is correct, sir. Right. With that, we'll catch you guys there. Bye. Peace out, Caesar.